This is the 77 WABC minicast. And good morning, good morning, good morning, folks. It's horrible. And I don't see the world yelling and screaming about this. Israel is charging Hamas use rape, rape as a form of war. Staffers at an Israeli military morgue stating to the Washington Post, quote, we saw many women with bloody underwear, with broken bones, broken legs, broken pelvises. They were all young women, most in little clothing or shredded clothing and their bodies bloodied, particularly round their underwear. And some women shot many times in the face as to mutilate them. Checkmate and show him the money. New York City Comptroller Brad Lander stripping Mayor Adams of the emergency migrant contracting powers. Brad Lander's office has revoked the mayor's emergency powers to make deals with contractors for migrant services without, and this is the key term here, without prior approval. And it's a step in the right direction. This is according to a letter from the Comptroller's office to the mayor's office in which it states that the Comptroller's office citywide prior prior approval is hereby revoked. And it should be. Former Congressman George Santos, his first gig out of Congress, is selling cameo video appearances for $200 a pop. The politician who became the sixth congressman to be expelled from the House of Representatives Friday following that scathing ethics committee report alleging misappropriation of campaign funds. Uh, If you still want to hear Santos' voice, you can hire him to record a video greeting. It is $200 uh, a pop. We'll have more on that. And let the games begin. Westchester County Executive Democrat George Latimer filed paperwork Monday for a Democratic primary challenge to progressive Representative Jamal Bowman, who has raised uh, uh, some eyebrows with his harsh criticism of Israel's war with Hamas. The 70-year-old Latimer, a popular two-term incumbent, says he intends to run for the 16th district seat against Bowman, a former Bronx middle school principal. We'll have more on that. But let's go back to what I started with. And Hamas accusing Hamas being accused of using rape as a weapon of war in Israel in the October 7th attack. Of the 1,200 people killed during the Hamas attack, let's not lose focus of how this started. Of the 1,200 killed on the Israeli side, more than 300 Israeli women dead. Many of those victims sexually tortured, 
according to Israeli forces. This is an issue that is playing out around the world. But it's rather ironic. I don't hear people condemning the sexual violence that has occurred by Hamas in Israel against innocent women. I want you to listen, folks. A couple of pieces from around the world, not just not just America, from around the world. This, the first clip, is DW News, which is a German public broadcasting service. Rape is the cheapest and possibly the oldest weapon of war. It's also the least condemned and most silenced war crime. It's against that backdrop that Israeli rights groups are trying to raise awareness about reports of sexual violence committed by Hamas militants during the October 7th attack. Now that's that's in uh, Germany. I want you to listen to this now. This is a British security minister. Brutally raped to death, quite literally, uh, by some of the most horrific barbaric terrorists that we've seen in generations. It's absolutely vile what we've seen in Israel in the last few days, and the British people are rightly horrified at it. That's a British security minister on the rapes by Hamas of Israeli women. I want you to listen to this now. ABC 7 in Chicago, a story they have done. It seems like no one is really paying attention to this issue. Israeli women brutally raped, gang raped. In some cases, eight to ten men, one woman, be- one woman begged to be killed. This is ABC 7 in Chicago. Some of these women were murdered twice. The first time when bloodthirsty Hamas terrorists committed shocking acts of sexual violence against them. The second time these women were murdered was when terrorists put a bullet in them. Tonight, major women's rights groups in the U.S. and worldwide are being criticized for their silence. I never in a million years would have dreamed that the world would turn their back on survivors when the perpetrators so gleefully recorded their violence and shared it with the world. The I-team speaking with prominent Chicago food industry executive Julie Smolianski, who is reshaping her not-for-profit to support Israeli women who survived Hamas sexual attacks during the war. This was part of their orders, was to rape and torture as many people as they could. We've marched and supported every organization, every every um, group. But suddenly when it comes to Jewish women, the world is silent. Suddenly when it comes to Jewish women, the world is silent. Let's go ahead and open up the phone calls. We're taking your calls on a number of topics this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. You can also reach me on Twitter. You can follow me. You can uh, send me a comment. I may use it live at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. So now... I want you to listen to this, and we see your calls. We're about to begin with them. 
This is from News Australia. And you may remember the name Shawnee Luke. Shawnee Luke. News Australia interviewed her father. Shawnee Luke was the young German-Israeli tattoo artist, I believe 22 years old, who was paraded through the streets of Gaza after being kidnapped by Hamas. And she was found dead after the sadistic terrorists chopped off her head. Let's be real. We all know what these sadistic animals did to that young lady, somebody's daughter, someone's child. I want you to listen to her dad, again, on News Australia. Two clips I want you to hear, and then we're going to start with your calls. The first one. Now, imagine how her father feels. Imagine, just imagine as a father, when you know in your heart what these sadistic animals did to your baby. 